This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Miles Michaelis, let's get right to it. Got two outs against the Cubs. He started against the Cubs for the Cardinals. And then he was ejected. It happened because he was retaliating for an accident. Before that happened, Ian Happ, as people who weren't watching the game need to know, he followed through and hit Wilson Contreras, the Cardinals catcher, and his teammate with the Cubs for six years, a friend, and a guy that he you know communicates with still. He hit him in the, he- in the head. And his follow-through. And the helmet ended up being one of those weird, quirky accidents that it, it cut into his head and started bleeding. Yeah, it was, a, it was an ugly scene. There was a lot of blood there. It was scary because you didn't know how hard he was hitting the head initially. And then anytime you see blood coming from a head wound, yeah. you know the head wounds tend to bleed a, a lot. It's just, they just do. Anybody who's ever been hit in the head or had a head, I, you know. Especially it's, right around your eyes. Especially yeah. there. Anyway, Wilson Contreras wanted to stay in the game. Obviously, trainers wouldn't let him. Wilson Contreras then, before leaving, accepting the fact that he had to leave the game because he was still bleeding, hugged Ian Happ. Yes. Because, you know, and Ian Happ went over to say, you okay? Oh, fine. They exchanged you know, the pleasantries. They hugged. And that should have been it. Should have. My opinion, our opinion. It should have been it. And then Ian Happ comes to the plate in the bottom half of the or in the top half of the inning. And then Miles Michaelis hits Ian Happ. First of all, he throws and he buzzes the tower. Inside pitch. Purpose pitch. High and tight. <laughs> High and tight. No warning. And then Miles Michaelis on the very next pitch throws him hits hits him in the backside. And in his mind, he was retaliating or defending his teammate. We're going to hear all three different calls. We're going to hear from the score first. We're going to hear from uh, Marquee Sports Network next. And then we're going to hear the last. <laughs> we're going to save the most ridiculous for last for the Valley Sports to St. Louis call. So let's call. Let's start with Ron Coomer and Pat Hughes, the Hall of Famer. And this is how they described what happened. Here comes the 2-0. Swing and a miss. Actually, a foul tip, and that took a bite out of Wilson Contreras. Contreras is hurt. He is holding his head up near the right ear, and now he waves off the trainer. But that uh, nailed him in the mask, Ron, and it seemed to pinch 
part of the mask into his head, I think. Oh, what I, you know what, Pat? I think it was the backswing, actually, of Ian Happ. Mm. Happ gets hit by the pitch on three and one. And now the umpires are going to get together. I'm not sure if. I don't understand that. That was why Michaelis, I mean, he threw the first pitch after the injury up and in, and then the next one hit Ian right in the back. And, I mean, Ian actually gave Wilson a hug as he was going. I mean, there's no no intent by Ian to hurt Wilson Contreras on your backswing, and they throw Michaelis out of the game. And I understand that. That It was a really dumb play by Michaelis. I just don't understand. He's a guy with command in both pitches, one up and in, and then the next one right in the middle of the bat. Thank you, Ron Coomer, because that's the first word that came to mind when I saw that dumb. It was just dumb. Pointless. You can call Miles Michaels any name you want, I suppose, but to me it was just dumb. And that was kind of the tone of the Marquee Sports Network, the way they described this. Michaelis goes <laughs> inside. <laughs> With one at 94. Intent? Probably not, but maybe. Definitely. Wow, that's huh? weak. That's some weak sauce there. That's really weak. I mean, there's nothing intentional about what Ian did. Wilson took no umbrage. You saw him hug, and that's just that's just dumb, really. I mean, to me, I feel like they're I, I'm not advocating, but if they were to throw him out of the game here. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah, that they, might like, be what they're discussing. That was clearly intentional. I think clearly intentional. <laughs> Maybe that's a guy who doesn't want to pitch on a hot night. (laughs) Jim Deshays. That was great because, number one, he identified it quickly. His reaction, weak sauce. It was weak. Then he called them dumb. And then he had the funny line about not wanting to pitch on a hot night. It was steamy in St. Louis. Steamy. 98 degrees first pitch. A lot like, of humidity. We're we're over here all scary on NBC5. Like, it feels like 98. But there it really felt like 108. It will feel like 108. It was pretty soupy here, though, Layla. It was pretty It was pretty soupy. It was pretty, the humidity was pretty thick. I'm, I can't, I have no relative. I can't judge it here. I can't. Okay. You guys can laugh at me when the temperature hits below 70. <laughs> that call, though, I thought was interesting because good for Boog Shiambi. He was... He was identifying exactly what was going on and what was going to happen next, the ejection. Because I think the rule is if there is clear intent and they can identify it, and it's difficult to identify, then it's immediate ejection. The question comes, though, the only question that I would have about the whole process that I would second guess would be after the first purpose pitch, the umps should have warned Michaelis. Yep. Then we might have avoided all of this silliness. Good for the Cubs because of what happened after they had to replace Michaelis and they have to replace the entire battery after, you know, at that point of the game. Narrator, it did not go well for the Cardinals. It did not go well for the Cardinals. And you know what? It went even worse for the Cardinals announcers <laughs> in the Bally's sports booth. Message might have been sent there. Three balls and a strike. And another message sent. Buzz the tower once. Got him flushed the second time. And now let's see if the umpires issue warnings after half. 
knocked Contreras from the game. Well, you, you see that Hap knew exactly what was going on, too. Didn't say a word, took his bag, caught him right in the hip. If you're going to get him, that's exactly where you get him. Did the job the right way. They're going to talk it over. They'll issue warnings. They throw him out? Wow, they Come just on. throw Michaelis out of the game. you got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. Have a little feel for baseball. Have a little feel for the game. That's awful. So Miles Michaelis buzzes the tower with Hap. Hits him waist high. Gets thrown out of the game. Well, he's going at it right now with the ball, with the uh, dugout at the Cubs. They're waving him into the Cardinals dugout. And now things get even more dicey for the Cardinals. Jack Flaherty's hot as the Cardinals lose Contreras because Hap couldn't control the backswing. Michaelis hits Hap and gets thrown out of the game without any warning whatsoever. I'm sorry. That is absolutely having zero feel. He didn't hit him in the head. He didn't go at him above the shoulders. He caught him right in the hip. Cannot do that. That was Brad Thompson. The and Chip Carey. Analyst to Chip Carey, our friend uh, of the program, former Cubs announcer, former Braves announcer. Everyone knows who Chip Carey is in Chicago. Chip Carey described what happened, the buzzing, the tower, and then his analyst, Brad Thompson, sounded a little bit over the top. Sounded a little crazy defending Miles Michaelis there. Miles Michaelis did a dumb thing. It's absurd to retaliate for something that was as accidental as what Ian Happ's bat did to Wilson Contreras' head. There's no reason for a retaliation there. Super obvious it's incidental. It's not even as questionable as like a previous at bat where a changeup gets out of somebody's hand. You know, it's it's not even that. It's not even that. It's not even that gray. Right. And, and Brad Thompson, Chip Carey also. Like, let's let Chip Carey... I, He's got a job to do. And he, he sounded real swaggy. He's like, message sent. <laughs> and you could kind of see like the, the puffery of the chest yeah, there. I could see him he's building it up. Puffery. Yeah. And then he's like, and another message sent. And it's like, yeah, okay. Okay, I, I see why that's something that you want to identify with. And then, yeah, of course he's getting ejected. He let one loss beat him twice. I know Miles Michaelis. I used to work with him when he was a rookie in San Diego. You I, did? Fresh off the lizard incident, yes. Really? Yeah. So give us a little insight on a Miles Michaelis. I mean, he was a rookie. He was kind of like learning the ways, you know, back then. Back did he have the bad days. mustache then, too? Did he, yeah, did no, he have the weak no, mustache? he didn't get the mustache until later. But but here's my thing is when did he become was, so dumb? That was when exactly, but that was when Miles Michaelis was a youngin. He is 34 now. He, he should signed, know better. He just signed a two year extension, and he's getting paid 18.75 million dollars this year. And also at 34, he's one of the youngest pitchers on the Cardinals starting rotation. Like they need you. So what is he doing? And, and what are yeah? Why what is he doing? Gesturing to the Cubs dugout. Hey, come and get me. You know what that you know? is? That is what happens when you're losing. That is what happens. That is a loser mentality. In fact, they have more losses than the Pittsburgh Pirates. And that's what happens. You you get your feathers ruffled, and then the best chance they had to win that game was ruined when he left and the Cubs showed him what for. There's no doubt about that. He put his team, a bad team, a lousy team, a team that is as disappointing as any in the National League, in the worst possible spot. He got two outs. 
He pitched two-thirds of an inning, and then he left, and he should have known better because, yeah, all right, you come in with a purpose pitch, fine, you make your point. But don't come back and hit him in the rear end with a fastball. That's just ridiculous. It's dumb. You, you, it doesn't make any sense. It's indefensible, even though post-game he did try to explain himself this is what Miles Michaelis, your friend Layla from San Diego. Hey, hey, let's, yes, <laughs> I, yes, right. Miles and I texted about it yesterday. I'm just no, kidding. we did not. Miles Michaelis, this is what he had to say post game. You know, I was a little surprised. Um, you know, I, you know, threw a pitch inside. You know, it got him, and uh, you know, he was just he was just going to take his base. You know, there was there was no chirping or anything um, between sides. He was going to take his base, and I was waiting on. On the next ball, go get the next hitter. And, um, you know, they had a meeting and, and decided to toss me. You know, if I could trade this guy before my locker, uh, you know, I threw inside to a lot of guys. Um, you know, I threw one inside and it hit him. And, you know, there was no warning. And, um, you know, the umpires couldn't believe what, whatever they want to believe. They had a meeting and, you know, that was their choice. Um, you know, they, they believe that, um, that there was intent there and... That was, you know, that's that's all the reasoning um, umpires need. You know, everyone's entitled to, you know, see what happens and, and make their own decisions and, you know, have their own opinions, and uh, that was theirs. Miles Michaelis explaining himself, explaining the inexplicable on what happened Thursday night in St. Louis in front of the best fans in baseball. I'm yeah, sorry. right. I just did a spit take. So so I'm <laughs> laughing because I, I'm looking up Miles Michaelis's ERA as he touts his command. Bro, you you're at four thirty eight. You got a one thirty whip. Like, yeah, you you do throw with a little less command than you used to for your eighteen point seven five mil. But it's, come on, it was like, over the moment that Ian Hap hugged his friend Wilson Contreras. He's also basing it off of Hap's reaction. The umpires make the rules, right? Of course, Hap is going to be cool about it. He knows exactly what's happening. You're getting tossed. It it was just comical uh it turned all is well that ends well for the cubs they go on and take advantage uh the miles michaels got the loss which is even a funny uh little you know side note to the whole thing but the cubs go out and they score a bunch of runs and they're they, they stay hot and everyone will be talking about how silly it was for miles michaels to put them in that position in the first inning that was the first inning that's the first batter then it no, was. It wasn't the first where where did we hear the testosterone uh, comment? Was that on the Marquee Sports Network? That's right. That was from JD. That was from JD. JD was on last night. JD, JD was on. That was that was that was one of the best uh, best explanations and descriptions and insights that I've had from JD. He definitely responded in a way that you were responding back home, unless you were a Cardinals fan, or at least if you were in St. Louis. But anybody watching who had any shred of common sense understood the silliness of that and how ridiculous it was. But the Cubs, to their credit, that was the first inning. They went on and and they did what they needed to do. They scored 10 runs again. And now, according to ESPN Stats and Info, have scored seven runs in five straight games, tied for the team's longest single-season streak since 1940. What? They had a five-game streak in 86, 94, 2008. They are the third team in the majors to score seven runs in five straight games this season. In, in the words of uh, the offended Brad Thompson from the Bally Sports 
wherever that is, Missouri broadcast, I guess. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, wow. I'm going to read the game. And since the All-Star break, the Cubs are first in Major League Baseball and runs per game, averaging 7.38, batting average at 3.304, OPS at 878, and stolen bases with 20. Now, now a lot of those were, were against the White Sox, but still. <laughs> it doesn't matter, though, right? I mean, it was against the White Sox, but the Cubs. Were, weren't nine of those against yeah. the White it, Sox. It, it's, it's what we said before the All-Star break. It's what we said during that week when nobody was playing. Cubs have an opportunity. The schedule is conducive to winning. They have to take advantage and make it an easier decision for Jed Hoyer, who has commented in the past, not that long ago, about getting to 500. Now here they are. First time since May. It's not anything to get crazy about, as David Ross reminded us last night, but it is a sign of a team playing their best baseball at the right time when they were, when their front office was looking for a direction. They pointed the direction. Six straight wins, and, and this streak offensively that they're on right now tells Jed Hoyer everything he needs to know about how to, how to handle the trade deadline. That's what I believe, even though Joe, Joe Girardi left it open to this weekend, and I respect that, but you should know. The Cubs should be in it. They should, they should go for it this year. You know what I like about this? There's three more games against the Cardinals in St. Louis. Rattle the cage, man. <laughs> Just keep it up. You want the, you, you want the Cubs? What does that mean? So do you think I the mean, Cubs should? The Cubs clearly rattled the cage. Miles Michaelis gets ejected out of the game. Everybody's feathers are ruffled. No Cardinals pun intended there. They score 10 runs. It's got to be the end of it, though, isn't it? It's got to be the end of it. You can have a here's, rivalry. Here's what you want. You want for them to not think it's the end of it, so they're distracted. Right. Because they're losing. And it's all going to compound on itself.